This is the Publicity for Pet Businesses podcast with Rachel Spencer. Listen in each week for tips on ways to win media coverage and create content to make sure your pet business stands out from the competition. So on this episode, I'm going to talk about a question that comes up quite a lot, which is how early do I need to contact journalists with my story? So timing is really important when it comes to getting in touch with journalists, um, because if you um, think about it, lots of newspapers, magazines, radio stations, TV stations will plan their content quite far in advance. And quite often a problem that I find when people come to me is that they have a launch coming up very, very soon, or they've got something that they need to talk about that people need to know about like really quickly. And they don't have the time to um, get in touch with the publication and get the publicity that they need. So I wanted to record an episode to talk about the importance of how you should be pitching as early as possible and also to go through a couple of scenarios as well of pet business owners that I've worked with and what they did and how it worked for them. So if you've got something coming up in your business and you want to pitch, you want to get in touch with journalists, you want some publicity, then you will know what to do Um so I hope you find this helpful and do let me know as always if you do use what I've talked about in this episode to get publicity you can always keep in touch with me in my Facebook group which is publicity tips for pet businesses or you can drop me an email as well and you can find out all the contact details in the notes for this episode. So now I'm going to talk about go through to the main part of the show. So the reason why I've decided to talk about um, how early do I need to contact a journalist on the episode this week is because in July there is an event called Christmas in July and that's an annual event where brands large and small showcase their Christmas offerings. So we're talking about everything, you know, everybody from like Tesco to smaller, um, you know, cottage industry businesses where things are handmade they have a big exhibition in London I will also link to that in the show notes as well Um, because of lockdown obviously that will be slightly different this year but every year they have a Christmas in July event and it's a great big exhibition where lots of different brands will show off what they've got for Christmas to journalists and then when journalists are thinking about Christmas features they can write about the things that they've discovered at Christmas in July Um, So it's a really good reminder that whatever you're thinking of pitching, um, you need to kind of think ahead. Um, And if you're listening and you've got a Christmas product and you're thinking of pitching something around Christmas, then you need to start thinking about it now and to start photographing items and thinking about where you want to go. Um, And like I say, whatever your story is, whatever your product service is um, that you're thinking of promoting, um, how successful you will be in getting media coverage will all depend on your planning. So in this episode, episode, I'm going to talk about when to pitch and go through some different scenarios that you might have. And you can also read um, my advice on a blog post as well. So the first thing I'd like to say is how early you need to pitch depends on lots and lots of different factors. But the key message is that you can never pitch too early. So as this episode goes out at the beginning of July, I have just had an article appear in a online publication called The Puppy Post. So The Puppy Post is a magazine and it's going to be a printed magazine. It's very new. Um, It launched this year and it's for pet owners and pet entrepreneurs. So it's got two different audiences. Um, So I was in contact with them in January and I had a call with the founders Libby and Rivka about some ideas I could potentially pitch to them as somebody who works with pet businesses helping them get publicity. So we agreed that a piece on how to get publicity for your pet business would be the best thing for them. And what I did was I've created an article, which is five steps that you can follow to get publicity. Um, 
if you want to download it you can do i will link to it in the show notes um, and i'll also link to the puppy post website as well and all their social media handles so you can go and check them out because it's a great title um, so what happened was i got in contact with them in january we had a chat i then decided on what it was that would be the best article for them i filed the feature in april along with photos so photos are obviously really important as well so you might need some time to get those together um They've obviously gone and worked on it and edited it into the whole magazine and the edition has just come out for their July-August edition. So it's just come out at the beginning of July. It came out on Tuesday this week. Now, another um, lady who I've worked with called Ross Lishak from By Benji Biltong. So she makes brilliant Biltong treats for dogs. They're absolutely amazing. So go and check her out. She's also in the same issue and she actually pitched a piece to the magazine while we were doing a PR challenge back in January. So again, it just demonstrates whatever your business is, whether it's me um, as a service provider or Ross as a product maker, you need to be thinking far ahead. So both of us pitched in January. We first got in touch with that magazine over six months ago, and now it's just appeared in there. Um, I will also be doing another PR challenge um, at the end of summer as well. So I'll also link to how you can get involved in that in the show notes. But both Ross and myself have got some great publicity in Puppy Post. So go and have a look in there go and check it out um, and you can maybe get in touch with them as well if you want to join in my challenge or just get in touch with them anyway because they're looking for ideas uh, all year round. So I wanted to go through a couple of different types of stories um, and how early I would imagine you would need to get in touch with a newspaper, magazine, TV or radio station if you had um, a particular type of story. So the first one I'm going to cover is a news story. So if your pitch is linked to a news story, then you need to get in touch straight away. I've covered this before, but if something is live, if something is going on right now in your town that you can be involved in or that you think is, um, you know, if you think is a, is a suitable media opportunity for you, then I would consider um, ringing the news desk and ask to be put through to the news editor or the person who is dealing with that particular story. I want to give you a bit of an example, which is kind of going live this week, or it's, it's happened over the last few weeks. So last week in the UK, we're just coming out of lockdown, so I'm recording this at the beginning of July 2020. Um, and last week, it was announced that we could go out and we could, you know, go to the shops, we could go to the beach. Um, our Prime Minister Boris Johnson said that, you know, he was easing the measures and people went a little bit crazy. So in a lot of different coastal towns across the UK so in Bournemouth, Brighton, Blackpool there was these huge news stories about people flocking to the beaches and thousands probably tens of thousands of people potentially on these beaches it was absolutely crazy so um, all the newspapers all the radio stations tv stations were covering this story talking about this madness of people flocking to the beach now, let's say, imagine if you were a dog walker or trainer in Bournemouth and you happen to happen upon this beach and see that dogs were being taken to the beach in boiling hot temperatures onto a crowded beach. Now, that would be of worry, that would be of a concern to you, wouldn't it? So you could actually contribute to an article in the Bournemouth Gazette or whatever the local newspaper is over in Bournemouth. You could get in touch with them and you could contribute to an article speaking about your concern, not only because of the madness of people going to the beach in their thousands in lockdown, but also because there's an animal welfare issue there. If people have got their animals on the beach, it's very crowded, it's very hot, it's not fair for animals to be on the beach in such a in such a situation. So um 
so like I say, if you had noticed that and you thought, okay, I've got an angle here, I've got something that people need to know, people in my community need to be aware about, and it's an angle on a, on a live news story, what I would imagine, what I would suggest to you for you to do in that situation would be to ring up the news desk, ask for the news editor or the person who was covering the, you know, the, the, the beach story um, and then very briefly explain who you are, what you do and what, the, um, what your angle is and what you feel you can kind of give to their readers. You might also want to have all of this in an email as well. So if, so if you have a look at some of my other podcasts about pitching, then that will give you um, an idea of how to put a pitch together um, if you've got a bit of a news story that you want to contribute to. So the next scenario is if you're pitching a idea to a business page. So how, how early you would pitch would depend on the nature of the story. So if it was a feature about your business, for example, a day in the life section or the lessons I've learned, then timing wouldn't matter so much. Um, you could kind of, you know, they're generic features that they will run in the newspaper or magazine like every week. So you could pitch that story at any time and it wouldn't really matter. Um, it's not a particularly time sensitive story. However, if you were thinking about a, let's say if you had won an award, you've just been to an award ceremony um, at the weekend, which would be of interest to a local or regional business page section, you'd need to pitch the idea as soon as possible after winning the award. So for example, if you won the award and it was announced on the Saturday night, then you should have the pitch ready to go for the Monday morning. Um, and what I would do again is call the office and email your pitch to make sure it gets to the right person or have a look at the email on the business page. And as always, if you try and get the name of somebody to pitch to, then that's gonna be um, far more likely to get you some success. The next thing I wanted to cover was a product roundup. So do you have a product that's suitable for a particular type of, a particular time of year? So let's say, for example, you've got a Christmas range. If that's the case, as I said earlier, uh, Christmas in July, so you need to start thinking about pitching that now. If you pitch in November, lots of the Christmas features will be done already. So um, really, it's only the national newspapers that would look for live Christmas ideas in kind of November and December. Um, so I wanted to share a example of somebody who I worked with, uh, Kim O'Donnell from Leo, Charlie and Me. Um, and we were working together last year and she had a festive range. So she had a festive collar, lead and bandana set in a couple of different festive prints. One was like a gingerbread snowman. Um, sorry, one was a gingerbread man and one was a... Um, one was like a snowman and then the other one was like a Christmas robin um, pattern as well. So that was really, really popular. And Kim managed to secure quite a lot of coverage um, about her about these products. So the most notable piece of coverage was when Dylan, the Prime Minister's dog, wore her Christmas pudding um, collar leader bandana set. But what happened with Kim is she started pitching about this in October as soon as she had the products made and photographed. So she pitched to like local publications, regional publications. Um, she featured in like Staffordshire Outlook, which is a lovely local magazine. So she did really well there. Um, and she also had time to pitch to national newspapers as well. So she had one uh, national pet page have them as a competition prize. And then she had another national newspaper pet page feature them in like a product section. So again, because she pitched in October, it meant that she was able to pick up on the Christmas thing and people were able to go out and buy these Christmas pudding, bandana, collar and lead sets. And she actually sold out because she'd done such a brilliant job of promoting them. So then 
putting into practice what she'd learned, in the spring she launched some tote bags with matching collars, leads and accessories. And these were like really like really lovely, lively spring prints for that particular season. So she sent off a pitch to a dog magazine about this new line with all the photos and everything at the end of January as they were kind of like fresh looks for spring. And then she featured in the March edition of your dog magazine so it's really really well timed so if you've got a product and you want to be in a product roundup i mean i will be looking for opportunities all year round but if you've got a particularly timely product so a christmas product for example um or you know most recently lots of pet business owners have been making corona masks as well um then you need to you know be mindful of timing when you're sending off your pitches so another example I've got for you is a charity event. So if you're taking part in a charity event, if you're doing something really remarkable, then that could be a really lovely news story. People love to hear about people doing great things in their communities. Um, and it's really important that you tell journalists about it as early as you can do. So last summer I was working with Dominic Hodgson, who is a dog trainer, and he went out and did a tour de rescue. And what that involved was him going around on his bike, I like the Tour de France, and he went to lots of different rescue centres across the UK he cycled for like 200 miles and every time he landed at a rescue center he did lots of video content he did lots of he did um, seminars he did workshops with people um, at local um, pet businesses nearby so basically pet owners from those different areas that he went to on his tour could go along and learn better ways to care for their pets they could learn about dog training lots of different things and what happened was all of the proceeds from that event went to the different rescues that he visited. So what we did there is we worked on a series of press releases that went out to newspapers in each of the areas which he was visiting. That was probably about between a month and two weeks ahead of the event. So what they wanted to do was to say, this is happening at such and such a rescue or such and such a dog training venue. You can come along, come along to the event, help dogs in need and help support this guy who's riding around on his bike. Um, the other press release... Uh, was tailored to the different venues that he was visiting so raising awareness for the workshops and that kind of thing and then there was a general press release which was raising awareness of the fact that he was going on this um, on this brilliant bike ride now he also had live coverage during the tour so he was doing radio interviews and he also took a videographer with him Alex Wardle to document it for his own website and social media and then they also made films as well about each rescue centre and the work that they did. So they shared it as well. So it was a brilliant, brilliant campaign, raised lots of money. Um, and then after the tour as well, he put out another press release about the money that, that he'd raised. Um, and the whole tour was covered in two different dog magazines. So we've got three different types of um publicity that we're generating there so we're doing a general story about Dominic going on the tour we're doing specific for the areas that he's visiting we've also got the live stuff and then we've got the follow-up as well so if you're doing a charity event these are all different angles that you can think about to you know really maximize the coverage that you're getting so next up, I'm going to talk about what you would do if you had a launch. So let's say you're launching a new something new like a book or a prep product or a service or like a summer camp or something like that. So again, start as early as you can. Always consider the product might not be enough in itself to be newsworthy. So think about what you can do to create something that's going to give value to readers, to the readers or listeners of the publication that you're pitching to. So, for example, if you're launching a puppy training book and you'd like some local coverage, then consider holding like a free workshop for owners to come along to and attend and to learn puppy training tips, or it could be a paid workshop as well. Um, so one of the ladies I've been working with, Carol Clark, who is the doggy doctor, she did this when she launched her 
book which is called From Problem Pup to Perfect Pet and what she did is she had a workshop and then she invited a journalist along for a training session with their dog. So that worked really well. The journalist did a first person piece about what she learned with Carol and then it mentioned a book as well. Um, Let's say you're launching a new type of like eco poo bag. What you could do is turn it into a campaign to clean up the walks in your local area so you can get other people involved in it. You might want to have some kind of goodie bags or something if you're going to have an event. And that's going to be more likely to entice a journalist rather than just say, you know, I've just launched a new type of eco poo bag. So if you make it about the community and make it about the people in that area, make it something people can get involved in and make it about, you know, something that lots of people really, really do not like, um, that's going to be more enticing, more of a talker, more, you know, more suitable for people to get involved in. Now, I know I use this example a lot, but I use it because it's a really good one. So there's a lady called Jenny. She runs Sissy Yappy in Warrington. And she um, she had a story when her grooming salon opened about her offering free grooms to the dogs at the local animal shelter, Warrington Animal Welfare. And that resulted in a full page story. So this was far more appealing than her going to them and saying, do you want a press release about my new business opening? Another lady I've been working with, Tina from Wolf Wag Dogs, she's just launched a summer camp for kids and dogs. So she's been working really hard on the launch. She's had loads of uh, online coverage and some press coverage as well. So she started working on the launch back in April and the camps aren't until July, but it's meant that she's been able to build up lots of momentum, lots of people who've signed up from all over the world. So because she planned ahead, she started doing the work in April. Um, that's what that's what's led her to be really successful in launching her doggy summer camps so another thing you can think about pitching is a story around an awareness day so if you're putting forward a story idea that's based around an awareness day angle again you want to have you want to be pitching at least a month ahead so for example later this month it's national dog photography day and that's on july the 26th i've got a podcast next week which is going to be all about how you can get involved how you can take great pictures um, and all about creating a buzz around your pet business with photography but this awareness day national dog photography day it's every year on july 26 it was created by kerry jordan um, there's another podcast episode with her talking about why she created the day which i will link to in the show notes so she started pitching about that already any pet photographers or any pet businesses who want to get involved in that or if they're doing a special event around it you know you should be pitching about that now i'm putting this out at the beginning of july also whenever she pitches as a pet photographer she talks about being a founder of the awareness day as well so it's relevant because it's really relevant to her business so you know she is a fantastic pet photographer and she's also the founder of this day so each time she's written about quite often they'll mention the awareness day so she talks about that all year round but if you were pitching around if you were pitching an idea around an awareness day you would make sure that you pitched it say a month before the awareness day so last week for example it was bring your dog to work day on that takes place every year on june the 26th now, I had a lot of press releases last week and the week before running up to that. That's okay because I work on mostly on nationals. But to be on the safe side, I would I would be pitching any ideas to anybody, local, regional, national, blogger, podcaster, whoever, at least a week, at least uh, a month before. So just to conclude, I would just say it's never too early to get in touch with a journalist, whatever your story is about. So it is far better to be early than late. Um, because if you're late you're going to lose out if you're early you know if you're the first person to get to that journalist with a press release about 
you know, bring your dog to work day or love your pet day or whatever whatever relevant day it is to your business, it's most likely that they're going to go with you. So the sooner you get in there, the better. Um, I asked a couple of journalists as well if they would contribute um, a little bit of um a little bit of a tip to this article and their insights and their feelings on how early you should pitch. So I've got a lovely magazine journalist called Matilda Bourne. She said, our first planning meeting for our Christmas special mag was in February and that was mainly for editorial shoots. We start asking brands for images, information and props um, to be loaned out around the beginning of June. So she works on a magazine that's how early they're looking at working on stuff jenny stallard she's a lifestyle journalist she's also got a journalist podcast for freelancers called freelance fields it's really good i'll link to that in the show notes as well she said i would say never too early they may say it is but then you have a dialogue going and they can say when it is the right time to follow up it's better to be early than too late so thank you ladies for your contributions there so just to conclude, the sooner you start planning, researching the publications and the journalists you want to connect with, the more successful you're going to be in landing your story. If you leave it to the last minute, you're going to find that you're really stressed out, you're going to be running around like a headless chicken, so plan ahead. Um, if you want to ha- if you want to kind of chat to me about this or find out more or get some advice, you can join me in my free Facebook group, which is Publicity Tips for Pet Businesses. I'll link to that in the show notes. Um If you are planning ahead and you want to get a press release, I've got a press release template which you can download. Again, I'll link to that. And finally, I'm going to be doing a PR challenge of some sort at the end of summer in September. And if you that is where you get a chance to work with me, it's completely free. We have Zoom calls, we have challenges every day, we have um, we have opportunities where you can have a two-way conversation. You can run your ideas by me and I'll give you my feedback and advice. So if you want to join in with that, I'm going to put the link to that in the show notes as well. It'd be lovely to see you there. Um, I hope you found that episode helpful. And like I say, if you would like to keep in touch, do come along to the Facebook group. That's the best place to find me. And I'm on social media at Rachel Spencer UK. So thank you so much for tuning in and do let me know how you get on with your pitches. Thank you for listening to the Publicity for Pet Businesses podcast. For more free resources and ways to promote yourself as a pet entrepreneur, visit www.publicityforpetbusinesses.co.uk.